Hello, everyone. This is Bobby Cool, Daddy Slick Breeze, and we are back with another DeGam Daily. In this episode, we have Robbie C. explaining how to beat in a disc. Let's go. At some point, as you get into disc golf, you're going to hear the term beat in. Most people love the flight of their favorite disc, but especially when it is beat in. Robbie C. talks about why most players players favor a beat-in disc and gives some tips on the methods for beating in a disc. Let's hear from Robbie. When it comes to beating in a disc, we need to remember two important factors. The first is that no matter how much you beat a disc in, there are some molds that are still going to fly a certain way. A tilt, for instance, no matter how many times you chuck it against a tree or hit the ground, is still going to be ridiculously overstable. The second thing is that rather than looking for a beat-in version of a certain mold, it might just be best to start with another mold entirely that's going to fly more like your intended flight path right out of the box. It hurts deep, deep deep in your soul to lose that disc that you've been working on for a long time. And it's even harder to replace it. So finding discs that fly like the way you want them to at the start is always a safer option for the longevity of your game. But I'm not trying to deter anyone. Let's talk about how you can beat in a disc. The first and most common option people use is throwing them against really hard things really hard. Yeah, I know I said the same thing twice, but trust me, it makes sense. Often when people want to beat in a disc, they'll take them and try to throw them into a tree about three feet away from them as hard as they possibly can. While this does work in wearing down the durability of your disc, thus beating it in. I really don't suggest this method because if you hit it too hard, you could chunk the disc and ruin it before you even get the opportunity to throw it. Other people suggest throwing it not into trees, but onto pavement and skidding it up. I also don't love this method because I think it scratches your disc up, which makes it really uncomfortable to throw in your hand. So if you just want to throw it into things, my suggestion is sky spike geysers. Take your disc, throw them as high into the air as you can, and let them spike into the ground as hard as they want. In this method, you're letting gravity do the work, and usually it's not a really hard surface you're spiking into, which means that you're not going to chunk the disc and make it really uncomfortable to have in your hand. This can be effective in beating in your disc, but some of the cons are that it takes a really long time and it's also not really fun. Thus bringing us to my favorite ways to beat in the disc. The first is the second shot method. When you're out playing your normal rounds, tell your friends, hey, I'm in the process of beating this disc in. So after every single one of your shots, you're going to step up and throw that disc just like you would a normal shot. Maybe don't take like the full time lining everything up because that's going to take way long to play, but just make sure that you're throwing it all throughout your round. The cool part about this method is that you don't really care about the results of what happens with that disc because it's a second shot. If it hits a tree, great. You're just doing your job even better. Another critical piece of this method is that make sure you're using it while you putt as well. Having the disc come in contact with the chains is going to beat it in, although not as aggressively as spiking it straight into a tree. And we're okay with that. In fact, we prefer it. The pro of this method is that you can do it alongside your normal disc golf rounds without feeling like you're doing anything special. The con is that your friends may really dislike you because you are officially the second shot guy, thus bringing us to an even faster method, and that is the one disc round. Rather than throwing the disc you're trying to beat in as a second shot every time, go to the course and just take that one disc and maybe a putting putter. You're going to throw that disc on every single shot, up shots, drives, turnovers, once again, putting included. The pros of this method are that it will beat the disc in pretty quickly, and you'll also become incredibly familiar with the disc really fast. But for some of 
you, you don't have time for the second shot method or the one disc round method. I have a final solution for you, but before we dive into that, I wanna make sure that we talk about what types of discs beat in best. The answer is all of them. There are tons of used discs in there and someone's already done lots of the hard work for you. Not only do you get the benefit of gaining from their experience on the disc, but as my homie Jesse would say, we're also doing our part with those used discs to reduce plastic consumption and thus save our planet just a little bit at a time. I hope I said that right. Jesse, if I'm still missing the mark, please let me know and we'll talk. When it comes to beating in a disc, the base plastics like DX and Ecoplastic will beat in faster, which makes them get to that precious sweet spot state even sooner. Premium plastics will take longer to beat in, but once they reach that sweet spot, they'll hold it for even longer. Another thing to note is that beating a disc in takes it to the next degree of extremes. A beat in overstable disc is going to lean more towards the neutral category. A neutral disc is going to lean towards the understable and the understable beat in disc is going to get crazy flipping. All of these discs have a place, but my favorite types of discs to beat in are overstable ones. Like I mentioned in the beginning, no matter how much you beat a disc in, it's still going to retain some of its natural flight characteristics. If you take an overstable disc and beat it in, it's always going to retain a little bit of that, which means that you can reliably throw it on some massive Anheusers without ever worrying about it falling out of that shot and turning into a roller. Once again, beat in discs become like an anomaly out there in the world, having flight numbers that just don't exist in certain molds. And that's amazing. Robbie talks about a few methods that I've heard myself and he's heard about people trying that I don't recommend. Um, but he also talks about some alternative methods that he prefers. And I really think this is great, great information to use to get in that beat in disc, to get that feel. You Again, you're going to hear it over and over again. People just talk about how they love the feel of a beat in disc and how they love the flight of their favorite beat in disc. Guys, make sure you check out the full video on Robbie C. Discoff's YouTube channel. This particular video title is How to Beat in a Disc disc golf tips for beginners. Thank you so much to my Patreon listeners for supporting me. You guys are getting early access to our Q&A episodes with Robert McCall and Eric Oakley. You're getting bonus content. You're getting to see behind the scenes stuff from me. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. We'll see you guys in the next show.